الحمد لله الحمد لله له ما في السماوات وما في الارض وما بينهما وما تحت الثرى الحمد لله ما خلق وبرى الحمد لله ما مشى على الارض انسان وجرى الحمد لله ما خلق نبات وذرى الحمد لله عدد ما كان عدد ما سيكون وعدد ما لم يكن لو كان كيف يكون الحمد لله حمدا حمدا يليق بجلاله وجماله وكماله وثنائه وبهائه وعظيم سلطانه واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى عليه الله خير صلاه يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما من مس الحصى فقد لغى ومن لغى فلا Whoever was distracted with something as tiny as a stone, he has interrupted. And whoever interrupts the reward of Jum'ah is not for him. As we're living in the month of Muharram and continuing to grasp some lessons of the story of Musa السلام, went over, over the lessons that Musa السلام, had when he first met Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and had the journey with Banu Israel. But it's it's time today to spend some time with his people, with Banu Israel. As those people, once upon a time, they were the best people walking on earth. They were the Muslims of the time and the chosen Ummah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set for this earth. Yet, they have lost this this privilege that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them due to the series of sins and shortcomings that they kept showing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the first lesson that came and was showed right when Musa alayhi salam came and confronted them that Pharaoh and his people was people who were not able to drop their game. Simple as that. And we have touched the basics of last Friday khutbah how and why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the first order to Musa to drop his cane because you're going and facing a group of people who cannot drop their cane. A group of people who are fully, solely, internally, externally attached to dunya. Fir'aun, the minute Musa alayhi salam came to him, immediately he couldn't believe whatever is coming out of Musa's mouth and he said, until Musa السلام, said, Would I, would you believe if I brought you something tangible? Something materials that you can touch and see? That, and only that, Pharaoh said, Now we can talk and speak. When Musa السلام, says, I am the messenger of Allah and I am being sent by the God of the people before you and the people after you, that's a language that Pharaoh doesn't understand. Pharaoh understands the language of money, the language of power, the language of authority, the language of magic. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had to, to give Musa this language for Pharaoh to understand. And when Musa السلام, told him, I am the Lord of you and the Lord of other nations, immediately the mentality of what aboutism comes to Pharaoh and he says, Whenever you interact with someone delivering the truth, you tell them, Yaakhi, hold these good manners. Don't do this wrong stuff. Don't do this right stuff. Immediately.
that talk to me. This is what aboutism is nothing far away of Fir'aun's mindset. And the moment Fir'aun brought these evidences to Fir'aun, yet he couldn't take it, and he stopped throwing accusations. He's crazy. And Musa is still speaking the language that Fir'aun doesn't understand. He said,
or Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all social media windows that we have put now videographing and then posting on for people to see it and, and go over and swipe and swipe. Those engineers at the early times when they weren't launched those social media, they would go to the casinos. The casinos. And they would observe how people are addicted to gambling. How those casinos, they fall. The algorithms that when you slot the coin in the machine, they make sure that tomorrow night you're coming home back in. They don't want to lose you. You want to form that addiction mentality in your head. So that tomorrow morning you come. And this is what happens exactly when you open Instagram and Facebook and you turn it off five minutes later. You think you're missing something. You've got to go over the leads. You've got to go over the reels. There's a lot of things you're missing in the last five minutes. And they would inject the algorithm in a way that would bring nothing in your mind except filthiness. And that was admitted by the, by the creators of TikTok of what they put in the algorithm of US and Canada, which is different than what they have in China. SubhanAllah. Not just that, even the consume, the consumption of today and day to day consumption, the cars consumption, and how we're, we're just obsessed with cars. Why would the company, the car company, issue and produce a car every single year? Why would the phone companies produce a phone that is nothing much different than the previous phone every single year? To create that mentality of addiction and consumption in you. That when iPhone 15 comes out and you have only iPhone 15, you feel there's something missing. You need to buy it. That mentality that would, would work on your mind and, you, and they understand that generations differ from time to time. So even the companies who do not change the product, they work on that. They understand that generations is different. And companies like Pepsi and Coke, Pepsi and Coke has not changed since they were launched, since they opened. But every single year, they have a new marketing campaign. Why is that? Because they understand the mentality of youth are changing every year. And if they launched the first campaign 50 years ago, no one's looking at them, but they have to put celebrities and pictures of Leo Messi, of Stephen Curry, of some rappers and singers to attract the coming generation. That is the simple stuff of the drinks and food. Now you can drag the whole list of those people who got the pharaonic mindset to drag people into filthiness. And Dr. Muhammad said that's not just a member Israel, it will come at the later of time. Muhammad The day of judgment will not come until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lifts off the sharia. And the only people who will be left on earth are faithless people attached to dunya who they, they do not recognize the good and they do not distinguish the wrong. And Jibreel had said that to Prophet Muhammad previously when he said, told him, Ya Muhammad, Ya'ti aqwamun min ummatik, Ya'biruna deenahum kullah, Bi'aradun min al-dunya qadeela. O Muhammad, there will a group of mongi ummah, not just in Banu Israel, will come and sell their whole deen with a cheaper price of dunya. And with that, you would be following whatever path those 
social media windows and those agendas and politics will drag you to. And you would fall in the second characteristic of Banu Israel, the blind following. When the Samiri created a calf for them and said, Hada ilahukum wa ilahu Musa, they started worshipping the calf. And Allah is wondering, couldn't they turn on their mind for a second and see that this car does not respond to them, does not bring them harm or benefits? The Prophet Muhammad said, Don't be imma'ah. And look at the youth of today. Look at the generation of today who follow the trend blindly, just like when we and if a Samiri was living among us today and he created a calf and he made the little twistings that he did, you know, he put it in a way that when the wind comes in, it brings a sound that would put some khushur in the heart. He was an intelligent man. And they were fooled by it. If a Samiri would do that today, I would tell you, Allah, many of the youth today would be just following him blindly. How can you tell that? Look at the fashion and the lifestyle of the boys and the girls today. Look at the, look at the clothing. Look at the style. Look at the way they speak. Look at the songs that they will rise. Look at the habits. Look at the headphones and the knees. Look at the way they dress. Look at the falling and the, and the tiny and the hot and the booty jeans that they're working, that they're wearing days and nights, even the hairstyle. I received a bunch many questions in the last, lately in the last four to three months. Sheikh, what's the ruling? Is it sunnah to have braids? And it's coming from, from one of you. And I'm not delighted that, mashallah, the youth want to follow the sunnah of Prophet Muhammad Is it sunnah to have braids? Yeah, Sheikh. I said, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had braids. He had braids in his heart. Nizad. But that's a sunnah that you're not rewarded for. But he said, yeah, it's fine to do it. Well, yes, it's fine because Prophet Muhammad did it. And then I find out that this is nothing but a trend. A bunch of raptors and basketball players are doing it. And they want to just imitate them. And he predicted that Prophet Muhammad said that you will follow. And have the one time it had They wear a necklace, you're wearing it. They put bracelet, you're wearing it. They put some golden rings, you're wearing it. They put braids, you're doing it. Why? You got no reasons. Except that someone famous is doing it. And it's the trend of today. If they interact with a lizard, Very similar to the Ummah of today. If Adam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indirectly pointing fingers to us. The last but not least, the Banu Israel had a serious and severe lack of gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When the good destiny and the good blessings come to them, they say we deserve it. We earn it. It's not that Allah gave it to us, we, we work for that. And when Allah shows them with adversity, 
They start blaming Musa and the people with Musa This is in psychology called protection. This is called, this is called blame shifting. And many Muslims today have that mindset and that. When they are addressed into calamities and difficulties and hardships, they start blaming their own parents who did not build and, and plan a good future for me. Their own wives, their own spouse, their own community, the, the imam who was not taking care of my children, the Islamic schools. They stop pointing fingers at Imam just to protect their ego, to protect their own feeling of satisfaction. Now all of these, you might underestimate it and say, it's not, no, it's not created mainly to me. But those individuals of Banu Israel, as they were individuals like you and I, collectively, they were a wicked and reckless ummah that they could not find the ultimate victory. And when Musa called them in to conquer Jerusalem, out of these characteristics, the response was, Individuals who are blindly following the trend of today. Individuals who are attached to dunya. Individuals who have a lack of gratitude and yaqeen toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahi, they would never bring the success and victory to this And if Musa alayhi salam would stand here, right here at the South Coast Western, and call on us, let's go, all of us, to conquer Jerusalem, which is not an easy decision to make, many of us would say, I can't leave, ya Musa, I got a family to raise. I'm so sorry. I wish I could join you and chip in with you. But I got some gigs to spend on. I got some business to take her on. It's the summer season. Maybe if you came in January, I would I would hop up with you, but not today, Musa. That is not a far mentality away from us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us and attach us to himself and no one but himself because you cannot have both of dunya and akhirah in your heart. It's